The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and with their hands they will support you lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, Again, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospels, Gospel of the Lord. Now, I don't, I don't want to date myself with this statement here, but some of you who are a little maybe closer to my age will know what I'm talking about. I want to speak to you about a commercial, and I don't know if you remember a commercial back in the day where how many of y'all, and if you want, raise your hand if you feel good about that, have ever heard of a V8 drink? V8, okay, V8, 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 okay? So you kind of know where I'm going, right? So a V8, a V8, for you, those of you who are like, V8, what are you talking about, right? V8 is like a vegetable drink, right? It's like a vegetable drink. My mom still drinks the V8, and there was one in the, that came to visit and left one in the fridge and all that. So I don't know if you remember the commercial where I don't know what was going on in the commercial. I just knew the saying in the commercial. Something went wrong with that person's day and they went, oh, I could have had a V8. You know what I'm talking about? Is that commercial, oh, I could have had a V8, right? Well, I don't know if you've experienced in this, this in life, but I know I have. I have at times, even on a daily basis. You get going with your day. You get busy Maybe you get distracted, something happens. You really don't want to do it. You're trying oh so hard to walk the path 
of this season of conversion or whatever you're doing, you're choosing the path, and then all of a sudden, you're like, ah, why did I just do what I don't want to do? Even when I prayed about this morning, I'm doing it. Well, if you've had that experience, welcome to being a human person. If you read Romans chapter 7, verse 14, St. Paul says exactly that. Why do I do what I don't want to do? Why do I try to do what I want to do, but I end up doing what I hate? Why do I do what I don't want to do? So, I mean, imagine in that sense, if we were to kind of take and say, oh, man, I could have had a V8. And we're just honest, and we're like, oh, man, I could have prayed. I could have prayed in that moment before that board meeting or before that encounter with someone in my family. Oh, I could have prayed. But then what is prayer? The first step in prayer is very simple, even before the sign of the cross. It's recalling the presence of God. Oh, I could have recalled that the Holy Spirit is with me. You know, we, we're talking, you know, you choose the path, right? The path of, 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 of walking with Jesus through the season of conversion or sometimes just the path, and we'll get to that towards the end, the path of kind of empty sacrifice where at the end of Lent we've given up everything, but we find, like Father Mike said, we hunger for what we gave up all the more and our hearts haven't changed. What changed in Genesis with Adam and Eve? Not their eyes. If you talk to an eye doctor, they'll tell you their eyes didn't change. Eyes, they had that sight. Their hearts changed the way they saw God. And maybe lost sight that the Holy Spirit's with them, who was with Adam and Eve in the beginning. Oh, could have prayed. Could have recalled the presence of God in that moment. My brothers and sisters in Christ, that's what this, that's what this first Sunday of this season of conversion is about. It's to set our eyes on Jesus as he goes out to the desert. And the desert isn't an easy path. The desert can kind of be, Lord, you can go that way. I'll, I'll watch you. I'll see you at Easter. But I ain't going that way. Or, Lord, I'm going that way, but if I go that way, there's no Wi-Fi or connectivity out that way. That's unknown. But you're here, and we've chosen, and we're stepping out, and we're keeping our eyes and our heart on Jesus, and ultimately, we all want it. We want that deep, deep down, we want that conversion of our heart. We want it. And Jesus wants it for us all the more. What we see in the gospel today, in one word, is temptation. Temptation. And Jesus throwing, showing us how to combat temptation. It's gonna come no matter where we walk, no matter who's out there in the world, whether we're standing idle at two paths and looking, do I walk with Jesus or do I go the way of, that I've always gone or do I go with Jesus? And if we find ourselves at times going the way we always go, Jesus knows how to go four-wheeling off-road and he'll come get us. Put us on his back and say, ah, oh, back here. Or he may wait and watch us and say, come, come, come. 
So it's not like, okay, I choose one path and that's it. All right, I'm done. I'm, my Lent's over. No. But no matter where we are, standing at the beginning saying, I don't know, I don't know if I can do this or I want to do that, or if we kind of stepped out, or if we're just kind of stepping out, it's the same old, same old thing that we know at the end at Easter, nothing really happens, and it's why even try? It can happen to any of us. Why even try? We're still going to be tempted. Everybody in this world of ours get tempted. And how does the father of lies, the same old father lies, comes at us? Three ways. And it's outlined very simple. The first one, I'm going to go through these real quick. The first one is sensuality. Through the eyes. Through the beautiful looking apple. Or through the food or our senses. He's going to play with our senses in the first way. The second temptation, vanity. What will other people think of me? And you notice in the second temptation, even the devil knows how to throw scripture at us and throw scripture one way, but Jesus comes back with scripture. Then the third one, pride. I'll give you all this. Sensuality, vanity, pride. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever been in the desert. In the U.S. Army Ranger School, I was in the desert. <laughs> And one thing that got me big time was sensuality one night. And the sensuality was I'm sitting there and they told us don't do the rucksack flop, which was the sand gets super warm at night and the air gets really cold. And so in ranger school, you take a knee and you don't sit down because you get comfortable and you'll fall asleep. And if you fall asleep, you get kicked out of the school. And you're hungry. And it had been seven days with one meal a day and an average of one hour sleep a night. Things happen when you're, when you're doing that. And that was not voluntary, let, let me fast. That was, you need to do it to get through the school. There was one moment where I turned to a buddy of mine and I said, watch me. And I actually did the rucksack flop, don't let me fall asleep. And I kind of woke up in a daze and I looked and I said, hey, 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 do you see it? And he goes, Shh, be quiet. I said, hey, you see it? And I start reaching. And he goes, see what? I said, you see it? He goes, he goes, what? Man, 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 man. There's a whole box of Dunkin' Donuts right here. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I mean, it's, it was like, guys would go up to trees in the mountain face and they'd be doing this because they're kind of tired and everything. What are you doing? I'm trying to get a Coke, man. You got a quarter? I mean, it's just, it. So that's on the human side, but imagine Jesus, true God and true man, he's out there, he's hungry, he's tired. So here's the thing, those three things are gonna hit us, sensuality, vanity, pride, but he's gonna come when we're weakest. He's gonna come when we're hungry, he's gonna come when, he, when, when we don't think we can do it. Yeah, just stay down there, you can't do that. Just same old, same old, don't even try to step out on a new path. See, I told you so, you're not gonna be able to do it. My brothers and sisters in Christ, here is the bottom line for you, me, and all of us on how to combat temptation. And if it's the one thing each one of us carry away today and hold on to it, hold on to it. Because this is what Jesus shows us today and this is what we can put in practice today, tomorrow, and every day. Temptation, cut 
it off at thought. Cut it off at thought. That's exactly what Jesus Christ did. Temptation, cut it off at thought. Cut it off at thought. In the Jesuit spirituality, speaking about discerning the spirits in our life, right? In the sense of what's, what's good and what's not, they talk about how temptation comes. If we think of our life in temptation, where we've, ah, why did I do that? Oftentimes it begins with a thought. Think of the first reading Genesis. It comes as a thought. After a thought, here's where the danger comes. For those of you who like whatever it is, danger, Will Robinson, danger, danger, the teacher, danger, danger, right? Here's where the danger comes. Conversation with thought. Did God really say if you take that apple? I mean, come on, he didn't really say it, did he? Did he really say it? Conversation with thought. After conversation with thought, if the conversation is enough around the thought in our heart and our mind, then it moves swiftly to passions. Oh, it looked pleasing to the eye. Then from passions, it goes rapidly to consent. And sin, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is in consent. It can be in thoughts. We can go quickly through it and sin in our thoughts with consent, and it can be false. So that's, that's where it comes when we look at Jesus. Cut it off at thought. So let's say practically applying it. Your goal, my goal, is at the end of this journey, these 40 days, to live a life in such a way that walking with Jesus, looking to Jesus, recalling that God is with me, God is present, the Spirit is here. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Lord, this is how I'm trying to make my heart more like yours. I'm looking to you. Make it through these 40 days, and how do I incorporate that back into my new life in Christ through Easter? We don't stop out of the 40 days. We celebrate through those 50 days and on into the rest of our life. So the goal is a conversion of heart. So let me get practical on that. How might that work? If you're goal is to work with sensuality in the sense of food and drink, here's how it works to a certain degree. When you're in the grocery store and your cart's going and you're walking along and bing, 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 there it is. There it is. There it is. Well, it's the other aisle. Oh, well, it's the other aisle. You go to the next aisle. Well, it's still on that other aisle. And then what you do, let me kind of, I just want to go around and look at what I don't, what I know I don't want, I, I don't want, want. I'm just going to look at it. And then I kind of look at it, and I'm just going to see what the price is. The price is, okay, get that. Well, I'm just going to take it home for someone else so they can kind of look at it too and just have it for Easter. I'm going to take it for Easter. And then, come, and then all of a sudden it goes, boom, food or drink, whatever it is, right? So sensuality in that sense. So cut it off at thought. No, 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 I gave that up. I gave that up. Boy, that water's looking good. That Gatorade's good. I'm not going down that aisle. I'm going to stay two aisles away from that. I can hit several things. I'll hit on one more. I'm not going to hit them on, on all, but that's sensuality. One I'll hit on is take vanity. Take vanity. I worry a lot about what other people think. And maybe one of my things is I kind of fall in that little rut, and here it is. I am, uh, whether at work, whether in community, whether in carpool, whatever, I find myself following into, falling into gossip. 
and, I've, and, 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 and I worry about what people think. So here it goes. All of a sudden, I'm coming. I'm coming to the spot. Okay, here come those thoughts. I'm going to see this person here. Oh, there's that. There is that person. There's that person. What would Jesus do? Holy Spirit's with me. Cut it off at thought. I'm going to pray for him. And I'm going to go talk to these people. I'm going to go here. I'm going to pray for them. And I'm going to turn away from that. And I'm going to turn back to God. Cut it off at thought, that's not enough. Cut it off at thought and turn back to God. God's with you. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we're all in this together. We are all in this together. And not only are we in it together, God is with us. So when it comes to temptation, cut it off at thought. Which path will you choose?